Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, every Wednesday live show brought to you by yours truly, Reesius, aka Reese, aka Reesio. I don't know, I have a lot of uh, nicknames on the interwebs, but you can call me Reese. Brought to you as always by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. Thank you so much for joining us, those of you in the live chat, for those of you who are listening to us on the podcast or you're watching on YouTube, if you hear me talking to people that you can't see or hear, those are the jolly chaps that join us in the chat. You can do that 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time via Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Thank you for joining me. All right, let's jump on in. Sorry we're a little late today. We had some audio gremlins that uh, derailed us, but we're back, baby. Signals from the Frontline, episode 726. Holy cow. Cannot believe we've been going for that long, but here we are. So let's jump in. First of all, Games Workshop dropping some bombs this morning, and they came in the shape of animated, beautifully animated bombs, and they dropped joy, not death and destruction. Cannot wait to see these new Warhammer animations. There's some amazing ones. In the video clip, they showed Tau in the new video called Exodite. Looks really, really interesting, even though I hate Tau. Just kidding, I actually don't hate Tau. Maybe a little bit. But uh, the one that I think everyone is talking about and is extremely excited about is the incredible fan animation Astartes is being uh, brought into the fold. It's going to be an official GW animated product. Can't wait to see what they do with probably some financial backing and all the resources and tools available to Games Workshop. This is the dawning of a new era. A lot of us have been saying for decades, why isn't there more 40K content like cartoons? All kinds of good stuff like that. And there's some new people in there or some older people that are making some new decisions to lean into their IP, which I can only say, bravo, keep going, please keep doing it, because the IP is the future of uh, of the company, in my in my opinion, I think it's an open secret now that 3D printing is becoming more and more sophisticated, and I think that the way GW grows and thrives in a changing marketplace is to lean into their IP, a la Marvel. So hopefully, this is the beginning of uh, an amazing trend, and if it's done well, it's only going to bring more and more people into the hobby. We're going to have more people playing the game, more people buying stuff, hopefully from frontline gaming. <laughs> And uh, a bigger and better and brighter future for everybody. Can't wait to see more of those animations. Uh, we also got a taste of what's to come with the new box set, Piety or Piety and Pain. I don't know exactly how to pronounce that word. It's going to be featuring space nuns versus murder elves. Can't wait. Who's not excited about that combo? I know I am. And we got a preview of some of the rules, which is uh, what... The cool models and the rules are always what get people most excited. The lore, if it's done well, is also really exciting in these box sets, but it's usually pretty light. Uh, we saw Palatine, whom uh, I don't know if it's a named character or just a, a generic class. Pardon my ignorance. Got some pretty good stats. Uh, pretty exciting. And you can reroll wound rolls. Oh, I think it's just like a lieutenant. Oh boy, another lieutenant uh, for the Sisters of Battle. And uh, she has an aura that rerolls once for wounds. Always really, really useful. Very, very uh, um, uh, useful on the tabletop. She's also got a bling and necklace that she's showing off to everybody. She's like, look, my boyfriend got this for me from Tiffany's. Just kidding. Her boyfriend is the emperor and he's dead. 
so he didn't get her any gifts. She got it for herself. It's all right. You can do that from time to time. Treat yourself. But the one that everybody's talking about, of course, Lilith Hesperax. Um, not the, the model is actually technically really impressive, as pretty much every GW plastic kid has been. I'm not sure I like it more than the fine cast version that we had. The previous Lilith was a masterpiece, in my opinion. This one is more dynamic. It's probably bigger. Um, they've been scaling up almost everything lately, which is a good thing, in my opinion. So, hmm. I don't, I'm not sure I'm into like her expression, although the overall dynamic pose is really, really cool. But let's take a look at the rules. The rules are unquestionably much improved from where they were. We have movement eight. She's super speedy. I, I'm not gonna go through the whole stat line. Everybody already knows. What, what's changed is she has five wounds, seven attacks, any six to hit is two hits. She's strength four, AP three, one damage. The one damage is a lot of people kind of going like, eh, not super excited, but she has a boatload of attacks. And if she kills even one model with her gory spectacle rule, she can attack again. That means you can assume pretty frequently that she's going to have 16 attacks, right? Uh, 16 or 14 to 16 attacks, depending on how it's going. But with exploding sixes, that means she's going to be averaging 16 plus attacks. So... That's a lot of attacks, especially if she's fighting like Sisters of Battle, which we were joking in the shop. I'm like, Sisters of Battle are like the ideal target for her, unless you take a bunch of the characters to give them the improved and vulnerable save, in which case, obviously, her damage output's going to be reduced. Any low wound, low toughness, high save army, is she's going to blender them, like Scions, Sisters of Battles, uh, all that sort of stuff. Marines with the two plus wounds is going to be a little bit more of a challenge to chew through, although she's still going to be... Uh, not bad at it. She's going to be pretty good at it. So uh, let us know. Let us know what you think. Do you think Lilith is worth taking out? Obviously, a lot's going to depend on the other rules in the book and her points. But I have to say, in my uneducated opinion, it looks like quite an improvement over the previous rules. Not bad. GW announced an addition to the 40K website. The 40K website's where you can get all kinds of cool consumer-related 40K information about the game it's a great place to go if you are a beginner they added uh, sub factions tabs menus into it so that you can learn more about those see how they're painted all that fun stuff pretty cool in the chat tomodachi express ooh, ooh, he says the rules make are good i like it uh phil kelly rub my belly says the bundle has hair with a lot of volume because she's worth it i like that what was that a, a vidal sassoon because she's worth it. I can't remember what was that from. I like it. Good pop culture reference. Um, Sassoon or something. I don't know. But I like it. I like it. Good uh, uh, good uh, tip there. James Carmona says, Reckius, how are your kittens? They are not kittens anymore, bro. They are full-grown lady cats now. And they're great. Thank you for asking. Uh, Panda and Sabine are a lot of fun. And they're also really... They're always causing mischief, which is also fun. But, you know, in the middle of the night or when I'm trying to work and I hear something get knocked off a ledge or whatever, keeps things lively in my house, which is nice. The big news in the last week, literally, is, of course, the new Bellacor model. Bellacor, after his galactic level Leroy Jenkins of going solo mode into Terra, and getting absolutely smacked, 
has been reincarnated. He's back from the warp better than ever. Maybe that was his plan all along. He's like, I'm going to go in, get my ass kicked on a scale never seen before. But I'm going to come back bigger and better than ever. This model is astounding. GW once again flexing on the entire miniature making community and saying, hold my beer. Because no one else is even close to what this model is. Some of the other miniatures make out, makers out there can compete in terms of artistry, but in terms of a combination of technical expertise and artistry, no one even comes close. Bellacor is phenomenal. Just amazing. Love it. Can't wait to get my hands on one of these. Uh, it's going to sell out almost entirely. <laughs> Lou Rollins in the chat says it's huge. Yes, it is. Indeed. Love it. Something else you're going to love. We have released a new FLG mat this week, and it is called Country Roads. Country Road, take me home to a place where I belong. Yes, I'm sorry. If your ears are bleeding, I apologize. I do like to sing every now and then, although God gave me many talents. Singing is definitely at the bottom of the list. But this mat is awesome. As the name would suggest, it has a pastoral setting with some very cool dirt roads, some pastures. It's a really, really pretty mat, and it's well-suited for all kinds of games from obviously a game like Age of Sigmar, it would work really well. Historical game like Bolt Action or Flames of War. It also works in modern setting games and it would work fine in a sci-fi game too. You could be punching some Tyranids in an aggro world. I don't know, use your imagination. But this mat is on sale at 18% off during the release period. And it comes in eight different sizes all the way from 24 by 14 to four by eight move on over to our web cart and pick up Country Roads. In other news, as if that wasn't exciting enough, we are running a promo on our very popular Gothic Ruins ITC terrain series. This is our most popular terrain series. It's great looking, super affordable, very easy to assemble. It's even easier to paint. It looks amazing on a wide variety of mats. Specifically though, it looks really good on the Ruin City FLG mat. And we're running this at a 20% discount. I want to say in the past, we've had uh, issues keeping up with terrain sales. That's why we do it very rarely. We learned our lesson this time. And we have been spending the last couple months building a bunch of terrain so that we can ship it out right as you order it. There will hopefully be no delays. We, we shouldn't have any unless the sale goes above and beyond expectations, which would be cool for us. But... If you want to grab one of these sets and they do come in bundles which are already discounted they're even further discounted you can get a mat and terrain it's everything you need to play a game this set also provides excellent coverage for a game of ninth edition 40k but it also works really well for bolt action and a wide variety of other games jump in check it out support frontline gaming get a sick mat that you can play with 20 percent off it's a good deal. It's already well-priced, even at full MSRP. If you want to grab the very cool FLG 40K Events Express Pass, it's a mouthful, but what it is is a way for you to guarantee early registration for any of our now eight FLG events that are going to be around all around the United States of America. 
This is a great deal. It saves you roughly 23, 24% off of full price on the tickets. And they're only gonna be available for a little over a week from now. So we're almost sold out anyway. If you want one, I highly recommend head on over to store.frontlinegaming.org, pick up an FLG uh, Events Express Pass, and you're guaranteed to never miss out on one of our popular events and save some money uh, on those tickets. And it really does us a solid because going a year without selling tickets was not cool for our company. <laughs> so um, this, this helps us out too. And uh, if it's popular, we'll continue to do it at the beginning of the season every year. The, speaking of events, the Atlantic City Open is the first event that I feel very confident is actually going to happen and to be able to be safely run during the plague. Um, that registration is going to be opening up at the end of the month. If you are an Express uh, Pass holder, you're going to get early registration access to that. Really excited. So, of course, this event is going to occur in Atlantic City, which for those of you who are not familiar, is in New Jersey. It's on the East Coast. If you ever watch the Jersey Shores, that's um, where largely where it takes place. Uh, I don't know if that's a selling point or not, but it's very centrally located to the uh, all the major cities on the Eastern Seaboard. It's driving distance from uh, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, you know, Boston, obviously New Jersey, New York. It's a short flight from London. It's uh, only a four-hour change flight, so it's a really really good location. It's in a beautiful uh, venue, absolutely beautiful venue. It's right on the beach and it's in June. So the weather's really nice. It would be a great beach vacation. And everything we're seeing right now, the, uh, the event scene is starting to come back to life. A lot of people are getting vaccines. A ton of my friends have already got it. Family, my dad, uh, thankfully just got, got his, he's an older gentleman. So it, things are starting to look positive. Again, stay diligent you know, stay safe. In my non-medical expert opinion, you don't want to uh, uh, overdo it too early, too soon. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert, but that's my, my own expert opinion on the topic. But I'm thinking June, we're feeling really confident. Before we were like 50-50, but now I'm feeling like 80-20. And I think in another month, if things keep going the way they're going, it's going to be like, yeah, we're good to go, baby. So we're going to open up registration. Obviously, we're going to have a really robust uh, refund policy so that you're, there's no risk. Uh, if you do buy the ticket, um, when registration opens, which I highly recommend because it's probably going to sell out because we have to keep it, we still have to keep it really small. They're really small compared to how, what it could be. Um, you can buy it with confidence knowing that your money's not going to get wasted. So I'm really excited. I can't wait to go back to running events. A year with no events has been brutal not just for business, but psychologically, I miss seeing everybody. And I know a lot of other people feel the same way. I'm ready to get down, roll some dice, see some friends in a safe way, of course. Um, and then the event, for those of you uh, who are curious, it's gonna be a, above and beyond safety protocols. Every table is gonna be six to nine feet away from every other table. Everyone's gonna be required to wear a mask. They're gonna be taking temperature checks. Um, there's no food in the venue, you have to go outside uh, there's a food hall just down the way, so it's not a big deal. So we're going to be extra super safe. Uh, I think by June, people are going to be more relaxed and things are going to be more safe. So long story short, getting excited to be able to actually play the game again. Can't wait. So keep your eye open for Atlantic City Open tickets coming up at the end of this month. Cannot wait. 
Uh, Phil Kelly wrote my belly. He says, think of all the painted miniatures everybody will now be playing with. Yeah, hopefully people took this advantage of this time in lockdown to paint. I know I did. I painted a lot, mostly D&D miniatures for me, but um, that was because I was just painting for fun, which was nice to do that again. I haven't done that in a long time. Uh, Wolf Priest Carl says, is SoCal open uh, only local? SoCal open only to local Drukari only? No, anybody can come, even if you're a surfing witch, which is the logo for the SoCal Open. Really cool. Good boy did a great job of that. Tomodachi Express says, I only know how to interact with people via chat. What is this talking to other people that you're that you're referring to? Yeah, I know. It's, we're all going to have to relearn our social skills. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I can't wait, though. I'm, I'm an extrovert. Sitting around has been brutal. I am really looking forward to getting back out there and talking to people. Tomodachi Express says, yes, paint not just spend stimulus checks on unbuilt models or do and just buy from frontline gaming where you can get a discount <laughs> uh, yes hellions are invited to our events too tomodachi express in response to your question all right baby let's take a look at the rankings so if you look at the event calendar which we have updated the event calendar we we held off on doing that during the plague because we were trying to subtly not overly encourage um we, it was a tough it was a tough position to be in for us because we're not experts. We don't have an authority to tell anybody what to do, but it was weird during the plague times. But now if you look at the calendar, which of course you can see over at frontlinegaming.org under the ITC tab, events are starting to come back to life. Uh, a lot in a lot of countries, a lot of parts of the world, um, they're easing restrictions. We're starting to see more and more events. It's very exciting. So we're starting to see people go out and play again. Please do so safely. Um, so head on over, check out the calendar and you can see where some events are. If you are comfortable going to events, if you're not hang tight, maybe wait till you get your vaccine or whatever makes you feel like you're ready to go and uh, rock and roll. All right, let's take a look at the rankings. 40 K ITC top five competitive track. David Ozawa with a narrow lead over Nathan Finnell in second place. Hyder. Stephenson in third uh, in Norway, Travis Hill in fourth, and Ryan Snyder in fifth. Hobby track, Nick Hendricks with a narrow lead over Nick Hill in second place. JT Steiger in third, tied with Lee Steiger and Noah Bedome, also tied for third. Age of Sigmar, current top five. We have Anthony Trentinelli in first with a commanding lead over Sam Valdez in second, Nate Trentinelli in third, Pablo Abarca in fourth, and Lewis Knapp in fifth. Warmer Underworlds, current top five. We have Alvaro Lorenzo in first, Adon Gunak in second, Ace KT in third, Sal Perez Nunez in fourth, and Pedro Lopez in fifth. Seems like some Spanish-speaking countries are starting to get back into playing some fun skirmish games. Excited to see that. And if you are watching the video component, we have a couple awesome commissions Oh, no, not Norway, Hadar, Helder. All right, how do you, can you phonetically spell out your name? Because I don't want to screw it up. Iceland, my bad. <laughs> You're not in Norway, he's in Iceland. I'm terribly sorry. Uh, my ignorance in geography is exceeded only by my bad, my bad dad jokes. I apologize, buddy. Uh, but if you're watching a visual component of this show, there are some images popping up with some amazing commissions recently painted by the FLG Paint Studio. If you want to get some models painted, we are always taking commissions. 
And if you're interested in painting for the painting studio, uh, we are always looking at, we're always taking you up applications, excuse me. Uh, Bill F with an amazing screening. This is my first live singles. What a difference being able to see Reese. This is a game changing experience. I'm actually switching from Rocket League to StarCraft as we speak. Good to know. Thank you for joining us. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Uh, Phil Killer says, this section of the show reminds me of my childhood growing up in the UK where on a Sunday night, a very posh old man <laughs> would read the football scores. Fulham won, Sunderland three. That's how I imagine it was done. Thank you. I'm a posh old chap. You know what? I'll take it. I'll take that. Uh, so the pronunciation is Hey There Thor. Hey There Thor. Oh, okay. I can do that. I can say that. Thank you very much. All those uh, funky symbols and uh, accent marks in there was really throwing me off. You know what? I like this jacket. I turned 40 this year. I got to be more distinguished. Still got the Legend of Zelda shirt. All right. Not fully, not fully serious yet. But uh, if there's no other questions, we'll go ahead and wrap up episode 726 of Signals from the Frontline. Thank you all very much for joining me. It makes the show a lot more fun to have you in there teasing me, calling me an old man with a funny jacket. Just kidding. And uh, take a look at the Gothic Ruins terrain set. It's a very popular set. And this discount, we don't put these on, uh, on discount very frequently. And of course, check out that awesome Country Roads FLG mat. I love it. Hey there, Thor. Thank you. I'm glad I said that correctly. Um, that makes it a lot easier. I appreciate that because I have a feeling I'm going to be saying your name for a while here. <laughs> Pascal, what's up, dude? All the way from New Zealand. I can look more, I can look more distinguished. Okay. I'm going to get a top hat or something next time. I'm going to go all the way. A pocket watch. Start telling kids to get off my lawn. I'm just going to lean all the way into it. Why not? Can't wait for uh, next week where Reese has a members-only jacket. Hey, dude. When I was a kid, members-only jackets were actually really cool. So I'm going to take that as a compliment. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 726. Have a great week. Check out some of those cool promotions that we mentioned. And as always, have a wonderful weekend. Happy gaming. And we'll talk to y'all next Wednesday.